Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocTalk. ZocTalk is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocTalk is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc, and the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc dot com slash drink. Howdy. Hey. How you doing? I'm fine. Yeah? Yeah. I'm ready to go home now. Let's go. Bye. Bye. I can hear Gio. <laughs> Gio's being a little butt. He's being a little chatty Kathy downstairs. It's almost through, which means the mail's here. <gasps> mail time. Where's the mail? Okay, we're not going to do that to you. It always makes Gio want to wag his tail. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, that I can't deny. And no. like bite someone's throat out, but. Oh, he really is such a stereotypical little basic bitch when mm-hmm. it comes to being a dog. It's just terrible. I he can't... just hates the mailman. What has he ever, what has the mailman ever done to him? I mean, approached him <laughs> 10 feet away. I don't know. Literally nothing. Oh, well, looks like I'm also in trouble then. Yeah, apparently. How are you? Oh, I'm good, guys. I do have a quick uh, correction before, like, I forget. So a bajillion people have sent this to me. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, everybody. Yes, I know that uh, bueno ano means good anus, um, and I'm sorry about that. Good anus. Uh, That's what they call you. However... I will say, which only Michaela, as far as I could tell, noticed. Oh, okay. Is that. So everyone yelled at me for it. Not yelled at me. They were like, ha made fun of me for it. Which, it is ridiculous. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. And I felt like a dummy. But Michaela, who is from Spain, 
noted that uh, Judy misspelled her own last name. So there is no... Oh, so it's not on there's you. There's no tilde on it. So I was pronouncing it the way that she wrote it out and put it on her birth certificate. Or not her birth certificate. Her So it meant good butthole? Basically, yes. Cool. And, Rock uh, on. Michaela said, uh, that's why people shouldn't change their name or get tattoos in languages they don't speak. And mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point. Amen. So that's why I was confused because it was written everywhere as A-N-O at the end. Bueno, ano. But it's two N's usually, right? No, no. Or no? It's a tilde on top, like a little oh, squiggle. Oh, I see. And so I didn't know whether to give it one because it wasn't spelled that way. I but see. apparently Judy's the one who messed it up. So I didn't mess it up, guys. I'm sorry. While you're at it, why don't you correct this? I was listening to episode 60 recently. and Stop it! There were some weird sounds going on. Somebody tweeted that yesterday. I saw it. And I just retweeted it. <laughs> I almost saying anything. I almost commented on it being like, oh my god, Christine, I've never listened before. What the is that hell? sound? Why is it sm- Why did you mess up the audio? It sounds like whales. Did you mean <laughs> to do that? I'm so confused. I think I'm haunted now. Ugh. Yeah, so I just now, I told Blaze last night, I was like, anytime I hear about it, I'm just going to retweet it and see what happens. <laughs> and people seem to be uh, be responsive to my retweet, so... Yeah, we'll see. Fair. It's, it's just funny because within 24 hours, they always go, oh, I figured it out. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, you'll get there. You'll figure it out. And I'm sorry, but I'm not changing it because I'm too tired, lazy, and don't even know how that would be possible. So, sure. Sorry, guys. Um, Yeah. So, anyway, uh, that's my correction for the week. I'm sorry right. I said good anus 4,000 times. I'm not. Me neither. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> happy <you> <laughs> I'm happy you did it. I'm happy you did it. Why do you drink this week? Why do I drink? Um, hmm. If you have a reason. Still coughing. The coughing really is going on forever, huh? It's almost a full month now, yeah. I think it's just part of your lifestyle now. I think it is, too, because I feel fine, but it's just, well, it, I can't shake it. I think we just need to get used to it. Sure. I think Eva needs to get used to it. Poor Eva. While editing. I think people on planes need to get used to it because I've been on approximately like seven planes with this cough and everyone is like those poor people who are trying to be kind, but also they're disgusted by me. And so they're like, "Mm." they like cover their mouth or their nose. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, oh, allergies. And I'm I'm like, sure. Okay. To be fair, that's just rude. (laughs) It's like, "Mm, I guess whatever you need to hear. Uh, Yeah. Allergies. 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 Allergic to your bullshit. Everyone's just like throwing Claritin at you. Oh, no, there actually was uh, one woman who I lied and said that it was allergies so she would, like, not feel so grossed out by being next to me. And she gave me Benadryl. And then she was like, just take it. <laughs> please, God, for God. Like, get, please uh, stop whatever's for coming out of your face. For sakes. Stop what's coming so, out of your face. That's what everyone says when they listen to the show. <laughs> for sure. That's um, the tagline, actually. So, um, yeah, and just I feel fine. It's just this won't go away. So I'm just annoyed all the time by myself. I'm sure Allison loves it, though. She doesn't, and she lets me know. So <laughs> she is over it. Um, that's all I think. Nice. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm having a, a pretty good week. That's good. I feel like it's always a good thing when we don't have something. To I'm always surprised, and I'm like, oh, I'm happy. Oh wow! No major problems in the last seven days. Uh, we are going to Milwaukee, Detroit, and Chicago. Yay! Or, or I guess when this comes out, we'll already have been in attendance to at least some of them, right? Yeah, Chicago's tonight, the night that it comes out. Okay. Yeah, and we have uh, like a bunch of shows in April, so just go to and that's a bunch. dot com slash live. Like we won't be sleeping. We're just gonna be on planes all Coughing the time in at April. Everyone. Oh my gosh, can you believe <laughs> it? So um, yeah, that's all we're up to. Well, do you know why I drink? I do. Okay, because it. I have a real reason. I usually don't, but oh, I do shit. this time. Okay, it is that I'm planning another wedding. What? Unwillingly. Oh, I know about this. My father 
decided to have his own wedding for me and boys. Yes. A wedding party. Post-wedding party. Intercontinental. <sighs> it's in Austria. Um, <laughs> you sound like such a rich bitch. It's really obnoxious. I feel really stupid. And he's making me... So it's... Okay. So a lot of my family in Germany and Austria were not able to make it to my actual wedding. So my dad was like really bummed out that majority of his family wasn't able to travel to the sure. states for it so he's like we'll just do a european one and i'm like i mean if you want to do it, this him oh yeah okay oh, i yeah. was like oh boy oh hell, no. oh hell no oh boy however he is saying oh for example i was like i'm dad i'm busy i like you can have a party for your family and like sure i'll show up like, right I'll be just there. facetime me i'll be there i'll be there <laughs> but uh he's like great and no worries i'll do everything and then i got a call being like I need you to make a save the day and make make it really. And then I sent it, and he's like, "No, no, I want it to be funny." <laughs> so he's so basically, you're planning a wedding with your father. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, oh no! It, so I'm currently sending out save the dates uh, via email. Thank God. Oh my God. Um, and I went through a couple iterations of said save the date before an acceptable one was created. So M, watch your inbox. Um, <sighs> okay. But apparently, it's happening. My dad's by like booking like a local austrian like the village band and uh it's gonna be a weird and wild time um blaze has never been to europe so we're planning that trip too uh it'll be fun how long are you gonna be gone for two weeks okay yeah well you'll you'll hear from me in a couple months i bet i sure will (laughs) anyway so i'm just very like suddenly thrown back into all this like is rose gold or gold or silver a better accent color? like i just regret oh. i regret even like stepping i feel foot. like like you're almost like a war vet where like that's i yes. feel like the second that no i'm not comparing myself to a war vet by the way just to be clear in every, case people everybody. for some reason no. think we're assholes <laughs> no, no 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 uh but no i feel like the second someone tells you what colors should go with other colors and what accessories are best i feel like you should just go right back into the thick of it without even noticing it it is it's like i can't help myself but suddenly care yeah and it's like i don't want to care but like i do and my dad was like well you've done it before and i'm like i guess that's fair but also i don't want to do it again but here i am so like didn't you hear me bitch about this for like a year and (laughs) a half a year and a half but one wedding i wrote on the save the date because dad decided one wedding wasn't enough for him oh good that's that's the funny part so he wanted it to be come to our dungeon and i was like that doesn't it's not funny is that like german humor that i don't get or it's it's not funny anywhere it's not humor that also you don't get. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's because it's in a castle, the party. Oh, I see. And so he thinks like if we say come to our dungeon, it doesn't sound weird. It just sounds funny. Um, okay. So well, he's a dad. He's probably still listening to this and I'm sorry, dad. Whatever. I love you. He's fine. Um. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Well, mazel mazel. I guess so. Great for you. Help. Just a whole other reason for Allison to stare at me. I wonder why. She hasn't gotten a wedding yet, uh-oh, I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh oh. Round two. I mean, I'm on my second wedding, so fuck it. Anyway, that sounded really douchey, I know. I don't mean to be like, with uh, your kombucha I'm in planning hand. another wedding. I just, I mean, like, my dad really wants to throw a party for his family, and I'm very excited sure. about it, but he's calling it a wedding party, and I'm like, okay. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Listen, there's food and a village Are band. Are presents? I know. I don't think so. Oh. What if I started a new Zola registry? <laughs> I was kind of thinking you should just, if they weren't able to come to the last one, maybe they didn't even pay attention maybe to I'll the just registry. Start a honeymoon fund. Listen. And just like buy stuff with it. I, I think you should. <laughs> just kidding, guys. Okay. I'm not that bad. Uh, all right. Well, I have no news that, uh, that, that beat is, that out. That so. cough is pretty top notch news. Bre- breaking. Actually. <laughs> not breaking news at all. <laughs> Lingering uh, forever and ever yes. in our ears. Yes, yes. We'll just always hear about it. 
By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant cushions with easy assembly and disassembly this is the perfect thing for your outdoor space they also just launched a new standing desk co-pilot with adjustable height a durable scratch resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever i'm in the market for a new desk um so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark and of course there's burrow's legacy seating collections like the nomad and range now available in new colors and m and i that's like the only piece of furniture i think we actually share is our burrow sofa in the podcast department love that thing and that's why we drink listeners can get 15 percent off their first order at burrow.com slash drink that's burrow b-u-r-r-o-w dot com slash drink for 15 percent off burrow.com slash drink it feels very fitting that juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy we're happy but because we're not mind readers we don't always know when they're unwell and in my experience cats are not the most you know open when it comes to sharing their woes and there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My story, speaking of my cough, actually, the Florida, if you will. Florida. Uh, because I did have a flu in Florida, and I think we can both confirm I was just a heavily medicated, half-conscious person. Yeah, you were not in best shape. You're not in fit fighting form. I was not in ship shape, no. No. Um, so because of that, I would like to admit now that every show we did in Florida, I don't remember. Someone said something mean on Twitter. They were like, mm, I didn't like the Tampa show. Yeah, and I was like, well, I don't even remember the Tampa show, so I win. <laughs> so I really liked my story, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Okay. I don't remember what your story was. Um, it was about the lady who said her husband was kill- eaten by alligators. Mm, I did like that one. That was a weird one. Okay. Maybe she didn't like my story because I was like groggily, like <laughs> half speaking English. I don't remember English. your story. Uh, well, you're going to hear it tonight. Great. So, uh, because we have been starting the trend of covering mm-hmm. stories that... Do not get recorded at venues. Yeah. Uh, we did not cover the, or we did not get the stories recover, recovered. What is wrong with me? Am I still medicated? Oh, shit. Um, it's, we're still in Florida. Oh, no. The <laughs> Florida's back. Still in Florida. Uh, so we did not get a 
the venue to record our stories at Jacksonville. No, we did. We did? Oh shit. Um yeah, I was gonna release that one. Are you not Which one was which one was the one that didn't get uh Tampa. Tampa. Oh, okay. I just have the other notes. That's oh. No, I just Sorry. I thought it was Jacksonville for That's some reason. That's the one because it had Florida Man. The Jacksonville one has Florida Man. That was like with the Buddha and stuff. Right? No, homie. Our last show was Tampa? Our last show was Jacksonville. Oh. Yeah. Ramada Inn was Jacksonville. So that's the one that did get recorded? Ramada Inn was... Jacksonville, for sure. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, then I'm really confused. Tampa was the Buddha, I thought. Maybe you're right. Hold on. Um, hello. I was also in a fluvida. Please just believe me. I took whatever M- medication M was on and so I... So we did I'm not sorry. record Jacksonville, correct? You're right. And okay. I didn't know anything. I I swear the entire time we were in Florida, I was on... We were both on like very different... Florida was just like... Where was that other town we went to where like I just can't even... Ha- I to this day don't have my bearings of it. I feel like there was another area we went to. Where, no. Maybe. Maryland. San Jose maybe. San Jose. I don't, I don't know. know. We were somewhere else where, like, we were just having an out-of-body experience the whole time. And I think Florida was like that for me because it was, like, sponsored by NyQuil. You are but... <laughs> so fucking ill. But, uh, but no, I, that was the one. Okay, I swapped them out in my head, and I'm so sorry that I just went on for ten minutes. No, no, no. I, like, for all I knew, you were right. It's... Somehow I was Somehow right, which I is... I am less right, and you were the one on medication very rare by the way yeah i mean no not really so anyway because they did not record uh at the venue in jacksonville that's what it was this is my story that i did at jacksonville which to me is brand new because i was not in my right mind (laughs) and to me it's brand new because i thought i was in tampa so (laughs) i didn't know what city i was in so unless you were at the jacksonville show (laughs) this is brand new information i'm excited unless you're us and Um, you're never gonna hear it elsewhere because it didn't record so right exactly so um, and then no memory of what you did either, by the way, just to clarify, like, well, also, if you went to the Jacksonville show, please don't uh, deter you from like skipping through this because I will probably it'll be a new, take. it'll be a whole, <laughs> a whole new hot take. So, so this one, shout out to Jack's 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 J-A-X. Uh, so slash Tampa, maybe who knows slash uh, Florida in my brain slash Florida. Um, God damn it. So I feel stupid. You was probably screaming the whole time. Like, no, Christine, God. <laughs> No, listen to M. God. <laughs> so, uh, for those who were in the Jacksonville at the Jacksonville show, I told three different stories, which is fun for you, maybe or not. I who cares? Don't have any. Who cares? <laughs> not me. We care. Oh, uh, I do. Uh, I don't. I think it's more fun because you get like multiple stories. Oh yeah. Uh, but so I didn't actually cover Jacksonville proper. I covered a city next to Jacksonville, which is actually supposedly one of the most haunted cities in the world, which is St. Augustine, Florida. Oh, because then I remember being like, oh, St. Augustine Lighthouse, right? Yep. Okay. Okay. So I've covered the lighthouse before. So that story is not getting covered today. But um, you are getting three other stories from St. Oh, Augustine. Oh, I'm amped. Yay. Woo-hoo. Me too. Let's see how I did on my notes. Because by the way, definitely did these night these notes the night before right which means i was also heavily medicated when i did those notes yes and then hoped that in my flu state right i would also like be able to read those notes i handled it pretty well i think i think we had we had a great time on stage let's find out let's find out so the first story that we're covering which i think is probably the main story because i remember there being two smaller stories and one big one this is the big one okay so uh this is the story of the saint augustine old jail 
Okay. Is this spelled like gowl? No, <laughs> I wanted it to be though so badly. So um, this is the St. Augustine. I think it's also called the St. John's County Old Jail. Okay. Um, it's just an old jail. It's an old point. jail. Okay. So the first thing that I have written down, which at this point, I don't remember why I wrote it down, but I think it was from an old ad that I read and I, it really hyped me up. And so I wanted to read it for you. An ad? Like a zip like recruiter? A, some, some sort of promotional for, for the, I don't know. I, oh, maybe it was an article and this is how it was like the, what the first sentence of the article oh, was. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, the first note I have is in quotes and says, ladies, you better cover those ankles. <laughs> Otherwise, you could land yourself a stay at the St. Augustine's Old Jail. <laughs> so I think it was from an article, or maybe I fucking wrote it, and I was just no, you, so you not very, in the right I remember headspace. you very clarified that you did not write it, and then I very clarified that I would be screwed because I was wearing a skirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was wearing a short skirt oh, yeah. on stage. It's all coming back to yes. us. It's all coming back. That song, by the way, is my ultra-cleaning song. Celine Dion. You have told me this. When I clean, I listen to It's All Coming Back to Me Now, and it really That's, it is a good one because it'll like kind of like whoa, there's a like, rhythm up and down yep. there's a rhythm yep um okay god so ladies Can you imagine if this was the live show we'd be people would be people would be walking walking out. away okay ladies you better cover those ankles so there was an original jail apparently that is not this jail so there was an original jail and the there was a railroad tycoon amongst saint augustine oh. his name was henry flagler <laughs> And okay, he did not like the location of the original jail. Got it. Because his, quote, high society clientele uh, could see it when they were staying at his hotel. Oh, God forbid. So he had a hotel. His clients were like, I can see the jail. Bleach my eyes, please. Yeah. Take my eyes. Take them out. And so he was like, well, that's got to change. That and also oh. his hotel was called the Ponce de Lyon hotel fuck okay so and privilege it, abounds yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh it is now actually flagler college oh which i know when i told this story a lot of people were from flagler or went to flagler right, and right. so they were very excited i also have a friend who went to flagler flagler college and that place like not kidding when they say that this used to be an old fancy hotel because it looks like a castle is it like really beautiful it's way beautiful oh. i remember when because i was looking at colleges when i in like 2009 2010 because i graduated high school 2010 right and so those years i remember a lot of the colleges that i was looking at none of them offered like like laundry services like you had to go to a laundromat off campus really yeah but i Shit. i wasn't looking up great schools um but <laughs> uh but flagler i remember them like there was something on their website about their laundry facilities oh, and i was like wow this is some bougie ass shit linda was like yes please right you're right right <laughs> I ended up going to a college with fine laundry facilities, by oh, the way. Oh, I was like, but did your college not have laundry? This was before I was looking at the school I went to. But, got it, got it, got it. Got it but anyway, it. I remember looking at pictures of that school on its website, and it looks like a fucking castle. Privilege So, amounts. congratulations to everyone who's That's made it awesome. to Flagler. I can't even say the word, so. Uh, well, Flagler. Flagler. So, uh, Hen Henry Flagler, was that his name? I Henry Flagler. So. So he asked the city to build a new jail on the outskirts of town so that his hotel clientele didn't have to watch the jail. Yeah, because they had to watch it all the time. They, they were forced Jesus to look out the Christ. window and see a jail. Right. Um, so the city said no, the, that would be too expensive. And then Flagler himself came in the next week with $10,000 of his own money. He's and like, then he said, if you must. Here. <laughs> if you're going to say it's expensive, then I guess I'll pay the Ugh, price. Fine. So... The construction ended up getting done. They were like, okay, that's enough money. We'll do it. 
The construction was done by the Poly Company. The Poly Company actually specialized in building prisons, and they actually are most famous for having built Alcatraz. Oh, frick. Which okay. is like the jail that you cannot escape from. So I guess in like jail architecture or jail right. interior design, like the Poly Company was the one to go it's to. It's one of the few where people literally pay money to go look at it. So <laughs> right. you might as well call yourself an expert. So Flagler had it painted, the, the new jail okay. on the outskirts of town, had it painted a shade of dusty rose to look like a prominent St. Augustine home or hotel. So it blended in with the area. Beautiful. So no one would know. So even if he had to build another hotel uh-huh. next to that jail and everyone had to look at that building, at least they wouldn't know it was a jail. Camouflage it. Yeah. Huh? Why not? Yes. And Dusty Rose, the ultra camo color. That's the one. I called it Millennial Pink. (laughs) And I regretted it. So the new jail was finished in 1891 and was in operation until the 1950s. I think 1953. Cool. And it is now a historic landmark and a museum and houses one of the very first fingerprinting kits in Florida. Ooh. Very fun. Uh, Also, ghost tours are held here. And the jail, obviously, uh, at the time had horrible conditions because it was the 1890s and laws were different so the it had very tiny cells there was no glass in the windows so basically the weather outside determined the weather inside so if it was florida heat it was florida hot you have seriously (laughs) like no protection from the elements right right right. oh no uh the jail could hold up to 72 male prisoners and only 12 female prisoners okay the men were on the second and third floors and the cells for the 12 women Mm -hmm. were on the first floor a lot of women weren't actually jailed at the time. Usually you were put on house arrest or, quote, sent away. Right, you were crazy pants. Sanitarium, sure. if you will. They called you hysterical. 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 I don't know. I'm a mess. So. <laughs> Do you know what hysterical comes from? No. Hysteria. Oh. It comes from, well, no. <laughs> like what hysteria comes from? Oh, I just never put together that hysterical came from hysteria. Oh, but really? I know where hysteria came from, right? Yeah. The, the uterus. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like hysterectomy. Right. So they wanted to be like, oh, hysteria. It's just one crazy woman. It's just are... women being emotional. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, it's their uteruses control their brain. So, right. Well, that's to this day. <laughs> yep. So nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. <laughs> We're still crazy. <laughs> so uh, four men to a cell versus six women to a cell was the actual like plan of this jail. So <sighs> there's room for seventy two men, right, to be imprisoned here, but they still got at least a quarter of a cell okay but for the 12 women that lived in this jail at a time it was six women to a cell so technically what i'm telling you is there were only two cells for women so they really just crammed all 12 in those two they cells just, yes what the hell and then they just had enough room for they were more like men, women le- need less room i mean i guess so we're makes... so skinny we're so know? skinny <laughs> i don't know i assume because women are meant to be frail and tiny there's right. more room for more women right seen but not heard no not seen who knows all hysterical tucked away into a bunk bed so oh my god so the women were responsible not only for having less space in their cell um but they were also responsible for cleaning and cooking for the male prisoners this sounds like a bad joke and the sheriff's family oh come on because they were women right well obviously they have no other place even in jail they only have two places to be right right Right. so as long as they keep those ankles out of sight right 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 (laughs) You got it. Oh, God. Um, There's a quote that says, quote, they would drag women of low reputation here. So if you didn't have a good family name or a husband, you could be thrown in jail. So no, you don't even have to be a lawbreaker. 
You'd be a spinster. They could just look at you and be like, you look lonely. To jail with you. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's probably not much better to be sent away to a to a sanitarium or whatever. Or a I, like, I don't convent. Know. I don't know what they expect. The, right. Like, a single woman. It's like, oh, you must just be imprisoned. They have to put you somewhere besides your home. Right. I, like, I don't... Whatever. So anyway, they were also expected to cook and clean for the prisoners. Wow, shocker. So wow. that's disgusting. That is disgusting. Um, so the maximum security cells were located in the back of the jail, and they also included, quote, support materials such as stocks and uh, a torture cage. Stocks, like where you put your... Like stockades, yeah. Oh, shit. A torture cage and oh. a clear view of the hanging area. <laughs> so. Great. My favorite. Prime real estate. So the people at the hotel, God forbid, had to look at a jail. But the people in the jail must look at the hanging area. But okay. they painted it dusty rose. The, right. They painted the gallows. It's a rose gold gallow, so you're fine. <laughs> a rose gold gallow. So the gallows were custom built for each execution. Uh, um, uh, so if you were on death row, you were put in the cell that looked directly at the hanging area so you could watch your own gallow being no. built. Horrible. How fucking twisted, dude. They can't even think of how to, like put people in a room right but then they were like but we will think of a brilliant way to make them like yeah think of their demise but don't worry this woman who should be freed except she's single so now she's a prisoner is going to give you your last meal and she'll watch you get hanged what the fuck (laughs) because she's forced to look out her right non-glass window right right right. god damn it so prisoners were obviously executed here uh but because back then they were not as humane Mm. well you know well we could be political if we wanted to we're gonna skip right past that mm-hmm. um you know what we do <laughs> you know what's happening here so we're just gonna dance around the politics of the death sentence. dance around so, the gallows uh right <laughs> as their ghosts probably do so uh prisoners who were executed here sometimes ended up taking up to 15 minutes to die God damn it. because the uh jail staff did not do proper calculations on the height of the rope versus your height and weight. So they're like custom so, making this shit, but then they can't custom even... making it wrong. Wrong. Yes. So basically, <sighs> uh, people who were on death row ended up dying from being strangled and just hanging for fifteen <sighs> That's minutes. Terrible. And eight men uh, are on record for having being hanged here. So oh, okay, including one man in 1908 who uh, this has no reference in the future to these stories, but. I thought it would be interesting and morbid for the people who showed up at this episode because they wanted to hear something morbid. So here fun you go. Fact. A fun fact, if you will, including a man in 1908, he was hanged for, quote, beheading his wife with a straight razor. Ah! So. Oh, I remember that one. That's an intimate way to die. That is a very, very horrible, deeply just upsetting. Like, awful. that's the kind of person where I'm like, okay, put them in a jail. That's, for me, I'm like, mm, okay, you've proven that you're not entirely... Right. You're... You should not be maybe loose... A little crackers. ...in society. Right. But you should also be put next to this single woman, because you are equally... Right. ...criminal. Here's another woman. So, uh, inmates were also beaten, tortured, and starved. Uh, of course. There were no blankets or pillows. Beds were made of Spanish moss, which means that they were infested with these red bugs. Ooh! literally Those called ones? red bugs yeah like uh, apparently they're the equivalent of chiggers did you like draw on, we used to like draw with them nope what Those little red that's bugs. the most german childhood thing i've ever <laughs> you would draw <laughs> yeah. with red bugs the ones that were on concrete and then you could like smear them around it 
you need to go this get is help. why i save bugs now they think i have a guilt complex from childhood. that makes so much sense there's those tiny ones i'm not like talking about like ants like i would never kill an ant but they were like little tiny baby guys sure i mean apparently they were known to suck your blood and give you horrible hives so i mean i give you permission to have <laughs> to touch them to yeah. smear them in color apparently like a weird sick child <laughs> oh my god it's the most I'm... carry thing i've ever heard of it never fucking wow okay well what's carry Oh, Carrie. Yeah. Well, because I was just, that was so weird because I was just thinking, well, it was Celine's fault and her family's name is Carrie. And I'm like, well, they're the ones that taught Uh, me it. And then you said it's the most Carrie thing. And I went, how did you, (laughs) what? I'm also a psychic. And also Celine sounds like she needs to go get help with you. (laughs) I know. We both go together. So. uh, Okay. So those were infesting you, which is fucking terrible. Yeah. Because they were, they lived in Spanish moss. And so beds were made of Spanish moss, which means christine's crayons were in the spanish moss and so while you're sleeping they would like apparently suck your blood and shit no oh god so also the food was horrible can you believe it it consisted of (laughs) even though the ladies were making it right well Uh, they were doing what they could with spanish moss and no husband fair so (laughs) what the fuck so their food consisted of grits and beans only sure uh if you wanted more than they expected that you would go hunting for animals like on the premises what with what weapons are they giving a prisoner? What the hell? I guess with your bare hands, you have to go find a squirrel or a, like a rat or, something? or a red bug. That a you, red I don't bug know. Just fried up. And uh, but so basically, all you got was grits and beans. I don't condone killing bugs. I regret it. I'm just saying. We all know you don't condone killing bugs. When I literally <laughs> couldn't handle one being on my straw when one I've time, cried on air because you squished one, a fruit fly. Oh yeah, Tampa. See, this is how you should remember Tampa. That was the one where I found an ant on my script. Oh, that was wild times. I thought and literally because I was so heavily medicated, yeah. I thought the fucking words were moving on my paper. And I was like, <laughs> I'm literally about to say all of this live on a stage and the words are fucking dancing. They're just like wiggling. And around. it was like an ant who had, that had crawled onto my notes. And then I watched as M smushed it and flicked it. And I almost cried on stage. And then I was like, keep it together. There I was are... just relieved that I was going to be able to read and not like pass out. OK, valid. So there was also the sheriff warden. Who took his job too literally, and so to make sure no one escaped, even though this was not asked of him, he also would bring in dogs, teach them to attack the the prisoners, and then oh. keep them behind all corners of the jail. So if anyone tried to escape, the dogs would. Attack. You'd be screwed. Oh, yeah. God. Also, there was solitary confinement and other overtly harsh punishments, and they were all dished out um, for apparently very minor offenses. Ugh. There was also no toilet or running water. There was only a bucket for they had a well i guess and they would get a bucket of water and it was provided one per cell oh my god and then once that bucket was empty (gasps) from you bathing with that same water as the other five people in your cell then it became an empty bucket and then you had a toilet a bathroom oh you make your own toilet you make your own toilet after you decide oh do i want water in this bucket today or no (laughs) i want bucket or do i want water or my pee oh it's a new it's a new HGTV special. Right. DIY toilet. <laughs> the naked and afraid, water or pee. <laughs> um so also the prisoners that were sick were kept with the general population. So everyone was getting sick. Everyone was pretty much always sick. Many died, especially from dysentery. Of course. Including the sheriff warden's daughter, because really? the sheriff warden's family actually lived on the property with the prisoners. Why did you want to live? Back then, that it was they weren't they weren't prisons; they were jailhouses. Oh, so, like, sure. It was literally half jail, so he half house. Ran the place and was literally wow. Yeah. But with your family, that's crazy. Yep. So one of the daughters got dysentery too because people just die left and right from poor sanitation. Sad. 
And the inmates also died from abuse and fights with other prisoners. Right. So right. people are just dying left and right. That's terrible. So here are the ghosts. So they can't even make it to the gallows. No. They're all truly, like, dying in the prison. Yep. God Nailed it. it. Okay. So uh, some of the ghost stories, here we are. People report smelling something really sweet, like molasses, or uh, others smell uh, rotting sewage. Oh, so either oh. you get something really wonderful or something really horrible. It's our other spinoff show, Molasses or, or Trash. Sewage. Yeah, molasses. <laughs> well, syrup or Trash. Um, so people also hear someone in the dark humming Sweet Low Sweet Chariot. Ooh, the creepiest the thing. The spookiest fucking thing you could be humming. In the dark and just someone humming it. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, people also hear footsteps walking and chains dragging on the ground. Chains. Oh, God. People hear the sound of, as we hear Geo bark downstairs, people hear the sound of dogs barking. Oh, my God. He knew. This oh, is cute. BB. BB, BB. People also hear voices in the cells and hallways. Uh, apparently, someone will angrily whisper to you. Angrily. Angrily. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you know how people do that to you. It sounds like me at the movies with Blaze. <laughs> I don't understand this. You mean what's happening? Who what is, do you mean you ate all the popcorn? Who is that guy? I came here for one thing and one thing only and it was popcorn. I snuck my wine in here and <laughs> and I'm going to whisper at you about it. <laughs> if all I have left to eat are raisinets, I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, Blaze and I do love raisinets. I love raisinets. Thank you. They're my favorite. I said that I, I pretended to be you and hate them because I was trying to go towards the general demographic Me, yeah. of people. But, but I, I had to admit I love I only, them. That's my go-to that's candy. Blaze and I always buy raisinets at the I don't movies. go to a movie unless I have raisinets with me. Same. Raisinets and an icy. We are probably gross to most people. Uh, it's fine. I'm like, I, Christine's crayons. She swish, sh- smushes bugs into the <laughs> pavement and eats chocolate-covered raisins. But she's fine. But it's fine. <laughs> no, chocolate-covered raisins. I always get chocolate-covered raisins and a Coke. I always get chocolate-covered raisins and a Coke icy. I always want to get a Coke icy, but if I drink a Coke icy for too long because it's like fake Coke and it's just syrup, yep. it starts hurting my throat. Oh. But I used it for a long time. That was also my order. And then I realized that the icy was too much. Wow. We are the same. We are the same. How unfortunate for everyone. <sighs> I, I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so where were we? Oh, yeah. Raise nuts. So <laughs> people also hear uh, a little girl's voice coming from the sheriff's office, which might be his daughter. <sighs> they also hear a woman laughing in the woman's cell area. People feel a cold hand touching their shoulder. No. They get their hair tugged on. Oh, no, no. And their neck blown on. Oh, these are terrible Firm things. Firm pass. Yeah. Something else likes to grab you really hard, and people have had bruises when they walk out. Oh, shit. People have also felt themselves get tripped and shoved out of rooms. People sense a range of strong emotions when they're in the jail, including sadness, loneliness, and rage. Oh, terrible. And people have gotten pictures of a face staring at you orbs and shadow figures and people have seen an apparition of a man sitting on a chair looking at you holy crap okay people have seen a spirit pacing in the kitchen area and people have reported seeing the sheriff warden himself walking around or talking in his office and there has been a spirit seen crouching in the corner oh hell no standing up and then walking through the wall once you've noticed him oh hell to the no Many people have also seen this shadow figure hiding in the corner, looking at your group. Okay. Foul. And tour guides have been gut punched and had cold hands slide down their back. Uh, All bad. Quit. Please quit. One medium talked to a man who was hanged there, who apparently told her that he was framed and never actually did it. So. Shocker. Who knows? And there is a spirit there, finally, at the end of this whole story. 
called the crawler no oh sorry i'm sorry that was so loud (laughs) who is apparently a humanoid shadow that crawls on the floor and follows you out of the room truly the worst which especially i did not i had not seen the movie us before oh i have not seen it yet oh okay um but in the in the commercial when like the kids crawling around i imagine that's how this thing crawls that's terrible and then you hear laughing from one side of the cell and like Mm -hmm. humming oh this is nightmare nightmare fuel night fucking mare so that's all for the old jail which is pretty much enough for me i i'm already fucking tapped out but i already promised two other stories so here we go real quick go for it so these are both super super quick um but one is the uh saint augustine spanish military hospital and the other is the saint augustine huguenot cemetery cool um the spanish military hospital so it is apparently the quote haunted hospital of saint augustine okay and it was originally named our lady of guadalupe and it was in the it's in the village of the spanish quarter and originally stood from the 1700s to 1821 so that was what the original hospital the original hospital stopped standing in 1821 and this is now an exact replica of the hospital that once stood okay got it got so it. just like how the old jail is not technically the old jail it's technically the new jail right right okay this is like technically the new hospital but anyway but we can pretend we can pretend so in 1821 it had to be replaced hence the exact replica got it um because several water lines were under the hospital that needed to be removed and they needed to rebuild the building on top of it so that's there was a lot of construction necessity. I feel like that few times where it's actually necessary, not like a fire burned the whole thing. I right. feel like it's 99% it's like, of the time. It's like, oh, there's actually someone who made the choice that this place needed right. to be taken down. So. 600 orphans died in a fire is usually what I'm expecting because it just... Me too. The, the worst. Me too. All right. Love a good orphan in a fire story. Oh, there's so Yay. many. It's terrible. When, yeah. <laughs> know, uh, awful. Well, we so, all know. I think we all agree. Anyway, this one was <laughs> construction based. <laughs> So uh, they had to replace several water lines, and when they were, when the walls were being removed, and they started digging under the under the foundation, they found quote thousands upon thousands of bones. Oh, there it is. So they found a native burial ground. Oh fuck. Okay. Which apparently had not been disturbed, despite a house being built on top of it, because apparently all the remains it were was still left left alone. Untouched. Right. Okay. But now they're digging it up. Oh god. And now. Even though this is the exact replica, in a weird turn of events, yeah. the old military hospital was not at all haunted what? until the exact brand new modern replica right. was built, and now it's haunted Intriguing. because now all the native remnants have, have been, been disturbed. disturbed. And you also, well, there is that whole theory of like when you do renovations of even your house, things right. that may have never happened, but then if you start renovating, like all of a sudden you're will be stirring upset. stuff up. Yeah, yeah. So, could be double double whammy exactly so apparently in the hospital there is a room called the mourning room where you mourn all the patient your loved ones who have passed on so this is where patients are usually moved prior to passing so people can say goodbye and Um, priests can do their last rites and all that right or at least bless the body right and apparently this is the most haunted room in the net in the new hotel of course or hospital where people hear sounds of crying screaming chatter when you're alone Someone will tap your shoulder. Someone will whisper, help me in your ear. Okay. Good night to me. Bye forever. (laughs) Goodbye, cruel world. (laughs) Give me my last rites, please. Um, People have seen imprints on the bed as if someone's lying there. Mm -mm. And the ward section of the hospital, apparently, is where many injured soldiers stayed. So this is not the morning room anymore. This is the ward where people were alive but injured. Got it. And um, people have had a sense of dread. 
They've sensed cold spots. People have gotten pictures of ectoplasm, apparently. And uh, people have heard screams, seen objects move across the room, and have seen misty humanoid figures, both in pictures and beside you. Damn. Gross. Grotesque. Um, Also, the hospital beds literally slide across the floor. People smell sulfur. People uh, have felt and seen the beds and tables vibrate and shake on their own, which is super creepy to me. And people have seen apparitions of nurses, men in hospital gowns, and the creepiest thing I've ever heard in my life, apparitions of only amputated limbs. Oh! So no person next to the limb, just the limb itself that's been amputated. So the ghost of your leg Uh -uh. is just... I was like, what could possibly be creepier than the crawling humanoid figure but i guess limbs are up there for sure so literally just like a pile of body parts just show up like that's all you see and then you turn and double take and they're gone and like how would you even accidentally see right okay wow okay anyway so that's the spanish military hospital jesus and this is the huguenot cemetery aka the public burial grounds that's a great story so yeah yeah so I think I didn't appreciate it enough when Thank I was. Thank God we get to share well. this with the world. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> so in 1821, which happens to also be the year that the hospital got all fucking creepy, <laughs> right? Apparently, in the same year, this public burial ground was opened and became the only in town final resting place for those who were not Catholic, aka where my ass would have <laughs> Bye. been. Bye. Uh, <laughs> they just after this burial ground opened, I think the the original plan was like. Okay, so this is where only non-Catholics will go, and we don't have a lot of people here, and obviously we can, like, we can guess how many people per year will probably die and how much space sure, we'll need. Sure. And this place is going to be wide open for a while. This is, like, just Uh-oh. all the space in the world that we need for people who aren't Catholic to be right. Then, like, the next year, yellow fever broke there out. There it is. And wow, did this public ground fill up fast that it's like in new orleans too i was thinking about that they just didn't know what to do with you the just bodies. literally just put bodies there. just like stuffing yeah. them temporary graves and stuff just like, shoving them wherever they can so people feel their arms here get touched and they hear crying and laughing and see flashes of light Mm-mm. people also see orbs and photos and they've seen misty apparitions walking by them mm. in the gra- in the graveyard People have also seen shadow figures following them and hiding behind gravestones Ugh. when they think you're looking at them. Oh, ew. So they're like self-aware. It's uh-uh. like they're aware that you're aware and they don't want you to be. So then you watch them oh, try to hide from you. That's pretty wild. At least they're not crawling at you, I guess. I feel like I'm so used to the thought of like, oh, if I see a ghost, it's going to attack me. That when I see a ghost hide, it's extra jarring. Because it does the opposite. Because I'm like, yeah, oh, of your, I didn't expect. know what was going to happen, but I definitely didn't think it was that. That it didn't want me to see it. Ew, right. Ew, ew, that ew. makes it extra creepy. Yeah. It's like it knows it's a ghost and it knows you shouldn't know about it. Ooh. Ugh. Anyway, there are two main ghosts <laughs> at this graveyard. Right. One is a 14-year-old girl who allegedly died during the yellow fever epidemic, but nobody actually knows who she is because her body was found outside of the cemetery. Apparently, she had just been dumped there, maybe by family or friends. Oh, so sad. Because they needed to bury her, but didn't know what right. to do with her. So, Well, and they, weren't, they didn't know back then how, like, disease spread. So, like, right. they probably thought, oh, well, we don't want... To right. infect everyone else. So it's so sad they had no other choice in right. their minds. Ugh. So she was a body that was just dumped outside the cemetery and nobody ever claimed her. So the cemetery just buried her. They were right. like, well, someone clearly brought her here because they wanted us to bury her. So we'll do it. Wow. Uh, people apparently see this little girl all over the cemetery now. You can see her. Uh, you can see through her when you see her. Sure. Why not? She wears a white dress and she has been seen waving to guests. Gross. Oh, that's like, kind of cute. <laughs> 
like waving, but also like the um, just it's turn another, around. It's another self-aware thing just, where it's yeah. unsettling. Very unsettling. I always tell myself that ghosts are residual things and like right. they're just repeating their like totally. last couple years of life that's or something. That's the kind of ghost thing that, that's why I saw like Whaley House where he just walked past. Like it wasn't yeah. like. Like he's like, they're, it's less creepy when they're not bothering you. They're right. just reliving an experience. Right. But when they're like waving to uh, you uh, or something, it's like. Especially a child. Or hiding or crawling. Child ghosts are extra i can guarantee you that ghost that crawls Mm-mm. wasn't like crawling in the last five minutes of his life he's not reliving that he's intentionally fucking crawling to you Ooh. or well yeah. maybe he crawled i don't know no, but no but no sorry why would that no i don't know i don't like it i don't care what it is you anyway. can crawl the last moment of your life but i don't want you crawling at me <laughs> just relive your like the moments before right. that can you just relive the part where you're eating your beans and grits yes. or whatever so oh, this balloon's coming at you. Don't be scared. Sorry. I just flew. It was- I, you said don't be scared, but my brain was like too fucking late. And so <laughs> I saw it from the corner of my eye and I stopped breathing for there sure. A, we turned the fan on and there's a balloon that's been on top of a shelf for a while. And I just kept seeing it like almost fall off from the wind. And then all of a sudden it came right off. And that got it me good. It occurred to me way too late that like this would probably frighten the as hell out of you. As it's like in my peripheral vision, you're like, don't be scared. <laughs> don't be scared by that thing that's next that's to exactly you. what a killer in my peripheral vision would say. <laughs> okay, so... Anyway, you can see through her. She wears a white dress. She waves at you. And apparently, which I find ultra creepy, she floats at the tops of trees. At the tops of trees. Like within the branches or above the tree line. (gasps) Waving. Nope. I forget it. I hate it. If she's underneath the tree, sure. Because that at least makes human sense. (laughs) But like all of a sudden, you just rise to the top. I mean, what? Okay. Why not? I guess. I don't know. She's also most often seen between midnight and 2 a.m., which of fucking course. And then the final ghost is the uh, the ghost of Judge John Stickney, okay. who apparently died in 1882, and years later his uh, kids decided they were going to have him exhumed and buried in D.C. because that's where they lived, and they wanted right. to visit him. So while exhuming his body from this St. Augustine Cemetery, uh-huh. the gravediggers took a break in the middle. Like, apparently <laughs> okay. exhuming one body was too much, so they were like, okay, gotta go. So they went to go, like, pee or get a Gatorade uh, or something subway, in the 80s, sandwich, yeah. 1880s. Oh, right, and, right. Neither of those things existed. And uh, while gone, they left the casket open. Oh, what? Just because they were like, oh, we'll get back to them when we're done with our, like, footlong power bar. And <laughs> and the the thieves, there were thieves. The thieves? The, the thieves. What? The, what? The, <laughs> yeah. The uh, thieves trademark, right. <laughs> I see, like, the Thieves of Agrabah, like, the, yeah. like, the re- wasn't that, like, this, the Aladdin sequel? Not, the thi- so. Return of the Thieves or something. Return of the Thieves. So, anyway, there were thieves that were apparently watching this whole thing, hoping that these gravediggers would, we'll like, meet hungry. a Big Mac. Yeah, and what so, the fuck? Then the gravediggers left, they ho- luckily left the They're casket like, open, nice. and the thieves were like, this is our time to shine. For so sure. They ran to the open casket and apparently stole the judge's teeth because they were gold. Oh, I was like, please explain that. Thank God. (laughs) Because they're dentists and they want to practice. (laughs) That's so fucking disgusting. The dentist thieves. So Yikes. uh, So they stole the judge's gold teeth. Okay. Then the gravediggers come back, realize that this judge now has no teeth in his mouth. And they were like, oh boy, his kids are for sure going to notice that he doesn't have any teeth anymore. That his mouth's not shiny anymore. Right. That his mouth is not worth something. Yeah, I guess Um, so. So they literally were like, okay, lock it up. So they literally covered the casket, locked it, and then just like, I guess, gave them the full casket and kept the body closed. So they never really found out. 
I think eventually either the gravediggers owned up to it or the kids must have obviously opened up the casket and realized they're dead and empty. Right. I mean, so, yeah. One of those things happened. But I imagine it wasn't the thieves trademark who admitted <laughs> for no reason that like, they did it. You got us. You got us. So we just wanted attention. Anyway, since then, he was exhumed and brought to D.C. But the cemetery that used to hold the judge, there is now, ever since this happened, a tall, dark figure that has <gasps> been seen both in broad daylight and at nighttime. He sits in the trees. Oh, I don't get the trees thing. One's floating. One's like eating apples in the branches. That's just an extra... And he apparently walks around, crawling around on the grass, looking for something on the ground, uh-huh. which might be his teeth. He's not eating apples. And he's not crawling teeth. in a creepy way. He's crawling, like, with a with a with purpose. With a purpose. See, that, I'm, I'll allow it. Yeah, it's like, you clearly look busy. That's really sad, though. Yeah, can you imagine, like, you were fine and you were totally well rested and in heaven, and then all of a sudden you, like, fade out of heaven and onto the cemetery <laughs> ground, and you're like, what's going on? And, like, <laughs> yeah, you now I have to find your teeth. <laughs> to like it sounds like a bad like, cd-rom like find your teeth before you can get to the next level before you gain access back into uh the pearly gates <laughs> pajama sam seven the pearly gates your pearly whites for the pearly gates oh uh, there it is there it is that explains everything anyway that is all of my stories those are good ones uh florida 2019 florida st augustine maybe tampa maybe jacksonville who's to say Who's to say? Except all the documents. Except Eva. And everyone else. And Eva. <laughs> Only Eva and all the legal paperwork we signed. <laughs> anyway, uh, your turn. What a time, man. What a time, what a trip. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything, I'm telling you, from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. And that's why we drink is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your terms. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I don't know this for a fact, but it's my opinion that there is no easier way to build a website than Squarespace because of this drag-and-drop technology. It gets better every year, and it is just, you when you think it can't get any better and easier, it does. I've been using Squarespace <laughs> since 2017. Um, And in that time, they have just proven themselves to be the best and easiest way to make a website. So anytime I make a website for any reason, that's where I go. When you're ready to get started, you can use one of Squarespace's professional website templates with designs for every category, and then you can customize it. You can customize the look, add new content, add features to fit your unique needs. It's just a great spot to have a landing page for you, for your business, for whatever it is you're trying to market or showcase. Squarespace is the best platform to use, in my opinion. 
Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay, well, so then I guess I'll tell you my story. So I have a new one for you today. Okay. This is really one of the wildest things I think maybe I've ever covered. Word. It's pretty crazy. So I guess let's just go. Okay. Okay. So this is the story of Diane Downs. Uh, You have not heard of her, have you? Mm -mm. Okay. So I had heard the name, but I didn't know much about her. And then the other day I was on Hulu and it was like, hey, suggestion for you, this 2020 special and I was like, okay. So I watched it. <laughs> I like how the, at this point, you're like, the TV knows me better than I do. <laughs> That's right. I don't have to pick and decide. It's great. Yeah. Um, so they recommended it to me on Hulu. And they were right. They do know me very well because it was freaking crazy and incredible. And I highly recommend it. So after that, I did my own little research. And uh, here's the story of Diane Downs. Oh, okay. Um, and I will say, too, in the episode, uh, Anne Rule, who's like the inimitable true crime author of all time basically she wrote a story about diane downs and she was actually interviewed in the special even though she died in 2015 they like had footage that they put in from their interview with her so that's pretty cool and she's such a badass okay so let's just this starts off very aggressively uh may 19th 1983 a woman drives up to an emergency room in springfield oregon with a bullet wound on her left arm Hos- okay. The hospital staff is horrified to find three children in the back seat <gasps> covered in blood. All of them have been shot. <gasps> and I assume dead. We'll find out. Okay. But still, I mean, horrible no matter what. Does it? Yeah, exactly. It's just like, can you imagine being the nurse of like, uh, but I, yeah, startling. I'd be like, oh, well, I just wanted to like work a shift and then go home. And now I've got to deal with like now I quit. multiple bloody children. Yes. So the woman is soon identified as Diane Downs and her children are Christy, age eight, Cheryl, age seven, and Danny, age three. Oh. Seven-year-old Cheryl was declared dead at the scene. Um, and the other two children were rushed to intensive care with life-threatening injuries. Shit. Okay. Uh, Diane herself was obviously treated for her bullet wound. Uh, she'd been shot in the arm, but she was well enough to kind of like answer detectives questions okay she told detectives that she had been driving home from a friend's house with her children in the back seat around 9 30 or 10 p.m and decided to take a detour to do some sightseeing uh-huh according to a later report uh this is important i know it sounds stupid but hungry like the wolf by duran duran was playing during this time sure um and she said suddenly a shaggy haired man flagged her down so she stopped got out of the car and asked what do you want and he said i want your car <gasps> And she said, you've got to be kidding, (gasps) which is when he pushed her aside and then shot each of her three children (gasps) before firing one more bullet that hit Diane in the left arm. Oh, no. She said she had pretended to throw her keys into the bushes. But when he was distracted, she jumped in the car and drove off driving, quote, like a lunatic straight to the hospital. Sure. Obviously. Right. Um, So investigators are immediately thrown off by this interview uh, because Diane's demeanor is very calm and flat, despite knowing her daughter had just been murdered. Um, Ooh, I can't even imagine that kind of adrenaline right. and, and so, numbness all at the same that's time. That's a thing, too. And, like, obviously we know that not everyone grieves in the same way or I mean, right. shock, you know, is also a factor, obviously. Um, so at this point, Danny, who's only three, um, was paralyzed from the waist down oh. because of the bullet wound. And Christy uh, would soon suffer a massive stroke. So uh, she just see it was like, okay, everyone grieves differently, but she seemed very like light and airy. Um, the, the surgeon even described it as surreal, her, uh, her response. Mm. He went to find, so the surgeon went to find um, Diane after 
working on Cheryl and declaring her dead because he wanted to talk to the mother himself. Cheryl's the middle one. Uh, yes. Okay. Cheryl's the middle one. She was seven. Right. Um, right. So he had to declare her dead, unfortunately, and he went to find Diane to kind of give his, you know, pay his respects and tell her how sorry he was, et cetera. Um, she, he said he walked in expecting to find, you know, a grieving mother. And the first thing she said was, wow, that really ruined my new car. <gasps> okay. Everyone grieves differently. No comment. <laughs> there you go. No comment. So, I would have not reacted that way, but okay. Uh, right. So as you can imagine, a manhunt obviously begins immediately for this like bushy haired stranger <clears throat> right. who just shot up a car. Um, there's truly, <laughs> truly there's like full on panic in Oregon. People are like, there's a madman loose in our town and it's kind of like a sleepy town. And they're like, he's willing to shoot children who are just sitting there and sleeping like and also like so far it sounds like the story he didn't really need much to right. want to hurt it, them it didn't make any like it's well, not like she was putting up a fight all she said was are you kidding me and he just reacted he just, poorly like, to her attitude right so like the yeah the mental stability the story is doesn't there. sound concrete right i hear you so uh right so this manhunt begins um the only evidence they find uh at the actual scene of the crime are some casings by the roadside but the gun itself is nowhere to be found um and so at this point cops are like completely flummoxed i guess is the right word what what is that word flummoxed that's a new one flummoxed i like it it's it's a new one we don't use that very often but i feel like it fits (laughs) okay sure um and that's when they decide they're gonna do a reenactment with diane because they're like well we want you to recreate what happened so that we can get the forensics right and like i need you to explain like they're basically like we need you to explain exactly how the movements happen so we can figure out how this guy acted and you know get everything right so they do a recreation and uh or like a reenactment basically and they show they actually show like the whole reenactment in the episode so it's kind of wild you can like watch her reenact what happened with a police that's crazy they're using like real footage yeah there's a lot of real footage which Mm. makes it like super wild episode um so she's showing them like how she throws the keys she has like a cast on her left arm obviously she had just been shot you know and she's still healing um so she kind of like shows throws the keys she's like this is how i threw the keys and then i jumped in the car she jumps in the car and then she bangs her left arm on the side of the door and she shouts ow i just hit my cast and like bursts out laughing and everyone like the guy in the videos just kind of like looks around quietly he's like an investigator it's like "Mm." (laughs) okay so they just kind of move on and then she proceeds to joke and laugh like through the whole rest of the video and then at the end she says this is worse than and then just says oh well never mind okay i got it and so police are like oh my god she was about to say this is worse than when i shot myself so this whole reenactment massive red flag um meanwhile diane is giving interviews left and right she's on every tv channel every tv news station um she's telling her story on every program and if you tell me at the end of this that she did all this for publicity i'm gonna lose my fucking mind (laughs) this is awful it's wild it's a wild roller coaster um so she is telling her story everywhere people are starting to like question the validity of the story because there are so many details and things where people are like this doesn't add up or like why are you there are certain details where it's like why you know how sometimes they say like the more detail you give the more likely it is that you're lying you're overcompensating yeah exactly um so people are kind of like weird about it and not really understanding um her story and so she starts to sense like a shift away from this bushy-haired stranger kind of like to her and so she's like "Uh oh they're looking at me now instead of this guy right so she senses a shift and she says on air ready okay 
If I had shot my own children, would I not have done a good job of it? Why would I have taken my kids to the hospital? Wouldn't I have made sure they were dead and then cried crocodile tears? And then the reporter's like, I guess. Like, I don't know what the right answer is. (laughs) Terrible. Like, right. Is she saying this while she's crying? No, no, no. Because she actually never cried. That was one of the things I said, Mm. like, that she never shed a tear. She seems to be laughing a whole lot. She does chuckle a lot. Okay. Um, she also has a like a funny habit of only talking about herself in these interviews. Funny habit. Uh-huh. Um, she says, when this man shot my daughter, my first reaction was to... I quoted literally the video that they show. My first reaction was to snap back to my childhood, to the pain that had happened to me back then. My what? marriage. My entrapment by society. So you see your, your daughter get potentially murdered yeah. and it just throws you back into thinking about your marriage. How sad your marriage is and your childhood and... Not like my child is dead. Right, right. Not like adrenaline. Okay. Hey, let's get out of here. Okay. So uh, then she goes on. Uh, there's more. This is probably the wildest quote of all. She says, everybody says, you sure were lucky. Well, I don't feel very lucky. I couldn't tie my damn shoes for about two months. <gasps> right that's that's the ultimate bad luck you got out of all of this experience it gets worse shut up christine it is very painful it's still painful the scar is going to be there forever i'm going to remember that night for the rest of my life whether i want to or not i don't think i was very lucky i think my kids were lucky if i had been shot the way they were we all would have died so everyone's like your kids were lucky is that what she literally said i think my kids were lucky also, yeah, because they don't have to tie their shoes anymore. <laughs> right, and exactly. And also, like, for you to be saying, like, oh, um, it, it's such a painful memory. She really does lure you into thinking, like, of course it's a painful memory. Like, you just watched all three of her children get shot. But she's like, oh, no, it's a painful memory because I have to remember that, like, my arm got injured or whatever. Yeah, like those lucky kids at like, least. Like, she's always almost there. Yeah, it's like she's on the right track and then just throws you completely off. Right, yeah. yeah. Um. So now in police... Police and the public are both like, what the actual fuck? Um, This is something's like very wrong here. Um, So they start investigating Diane. They search her home and find her journals, which explain an affair she was having with a married man named Robert Knickerbocker, a.k.a. Nick. Uh Uh-huh. She was heartbroken because the man, Nick, had told her he didn't want to be with her because he didn't want children. Oh. Let that sink in for a quick moment. It's sank in. It's sank in. Terrible. Then, um... They remembered that after the shooting, Diane had actually immediately called this man, Nick, from the hospital. Mm. And when they contacted him, he said she had been stalking him and had even offered to kill his wife if it meant being with him forever. Okay, she's guilty. It's That's like, just where I draw the line. And he was like, I don't know, I was so happy when she left town. Like, I, she was stalking me and my wife. And, and she was like, I'll kill your wife if that's what it yeah. takes. And then allegedly she probably was like well i'll just kill my kids so i look more attractive so you you. need right so you'll be with me and like they did have Mm. an affair so like they were sleeping together but he (laughs) that was he made a mistake he he wasn't interested few mistakes few so they also found a rifle in her home and the bullets inside matched the markings on the shell casings at the crime scene because that's all they had found at the crime scene were like shell casings so they found a gun in her house sure with the bullets that matched the crime sure they're uh shell casings um they also find more evidence regarding the shooting itself um she said the shooter shot all three of them inside all three of the children inside the car but uh investigators found blood spatter on the outside of the car Mm -hmm. and so they were like well your story doesn't even line up 
Right. Right. The very least. And then uh, police got an interesting tip called in. Um, So remember how Diane had said she raced like a madman to the hospital after... A lunatic. A lunatic. That's Mm -hmm. what it was. After the... uh, a hysterical lunatic. Right, yeah. Oh, hyster- hysteria <laughs> this within is the my lunacy. Of the lunacy hysteria. So she says, so she said she had raced to the hospital like a lunatic. Sure. So this man calls in and he says, Oh, I was actually behind her car that night and she was driving so slowly that my speedometer didn't even register. So oh, he had to pass her. Like so slowly that maybe she was like waiting out for her kids to hopefully die. Correct. Disgusting. and multiple people after that called in and said yeah i also passed her on that same road and she was driving so slowly and they estimated about five to seven miles per hour so wow that's how quickly she was driving her dead kid at that point she might might as well have just been fucking parked right just like right well remember and she's like oh well if i had done it wouldn't i have waited for them to die and brought them to the well she kind of sounds like she was fucking she didn't even cry the fake tears ever um so at this point police are like okay i think we have enough evidence and <laughs> this checks out <laughs> this checks out i think we're fine now i think the story has changed um so they decide to interview uh diane again and in the interview they're like oh you know we have all this stuff against you and she's like well actually i know who did it and they it's like, me <laughs> yeah yeah they're like we i know. know who did it me <laughs> they're like we know we know you know that we know that you know we know you know they know we know yeah but do they know that we know that they know mm, that we know? That is the real question. I mean, that's th- to top it all off. To top it all uh, So she says, actually, there were two guys who killed the children. So why wouldn't you have said that before? They were like, w- is this something that like... Why? Okay, keep going. Right. Sorry. But no, just... but you're right. Like, they were like, well, why the fuck wouldn't you have said that? I feel like if someone murdered everything I love, I would have <laughs> yeah, given them literally. all of the true details immediately. Then, like, go get them. Right. So then they ask, well, why wouldn't you say that? And she goes, well, because it's a conspiracy. They know. They said my name. They know who I am. And so they were like, wait, so you're trying to, like, hide the story? Basically, her new thing is like, oh, it's a conspiracy against me. And um, I was too scared to tell you the truth. And it's like, that's just bullshit. Sure. So um, they know Diane is lying, obviously, but they just can't, like, crack her. Like, they can't figure out the best way in, and she won't admit to it. So fortunately, right around this time christy wakes up (gasps) yay i know so fucking good but she is terrified of course will not speak and so they're like you know i mean in my mind currently i'm imagining oh of course she doesn't want to speak in front of her mother who shot her right she's She's probably terrified i mean can you imagine like you wake up and you're like that's the last thing i like yeah god so she's obviously like petrified to speak um so she has this therapist who asks her to write down on a piece of paper who shot her and then they will burn it in the fireplace and they repeat this process over and over and over again until she's finally like okay you can now read the paper so she's like done this process over and over and finally she says okay like here you can look at it before we burn it the therapist opens it and it says my mom mm-hmm. so diane's arrested because they're like we have a literal eyewitness right vic the victim so diane's arrested charged with one count of murder two counts of attempted murder and two counts of criminal assault um the arrest occurs in february 1984 which was nine months after the shooting and then the trial was scheduled for that may so diane shows up to the trial in may and she is heavily pregnant oh no 
story just goes all over the place. <laughs> it really does. It's like the best 2020 episode I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, what? Like the whole fucking time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wiki, wiki, what? Um, yeah. No wonder nobody likes being in the living room with me when I watch TV. Love it. Um, yeah, Alexander and Allie were like drinking beers outside. It was like a Sunday and they're like, come out and sit with us. And you know, I'm not one to go turn down a beer. Right. And you're like, mm, I'm busy. Forget it. <laughs> I'm watching this lady who murdered her children. So don't worry. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Um, so I don't think I've mentioned this yet, but Diane was a postal worker. So she worked for the USPS. She, this is how she got pregnant. Essentially, they figured out she had picked a man along her postal route that had good bone structure Shut up. And was intelligent. Had shown up at his house with whiskey and marijuana and had seduced him. Mm-hmm. And she told a reporter later that she, and the reporter's interviewed on 2020, but she told the reporter she knew her her cycle so well that she knew how easy it would be to get pregnant, like, on that specific day. Oh, my God. So she had tracked her cycle. to. The, I mean, this guy's just like, okay, sure. <laughs> like, he doesn't know what's going on. So she one has sex one time and is impregnated bingo bingo Bingo, she she knew there's a line where she literally says it's so easy to conceive like on air Uh, and it's like what the okay frick apparently for you yeah um right exactly it's like fuck off on many levels right with that bullshit so right so she gets pregnant obviously now she's not still on the news because she just loves to share her story publicity yeah she loves the attention um and in an interview when they asked like why why literally just why 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 the fuck um she says quote you can't and she has this like very she's a very beautiful lady and she's like you can't replace children but you can replace the effect that they give you and they give me love they give me satisfaction they give me stability then they have a clip from uh ann rule who wrote this book about her and she basically says she didn't have babies, so she could love them. She had babies, so they could love her. Ah. There it is. Okay. So, she shows up to her trial. She is heavily pregnant, like nine months pregnant. Prosecutors argued that Downs shot her children to be free of them, so she could continue her affair with Nick, based on the journal entries, based on his testimony. And he had let her know very clearly he did not want to be a father. He said, I like kids, but I don't want to be a father. And she's okay. like, okay, I know what to do. So prosecutors were worried, however, that a jury would not convict a heavily pregnant woman. So they were like, it's kind of an uphill battle for them because it's, you know, you need to sway the jury on multiple levels. And Mm -hmm. the pregnancy thing obviously works in her favor. Right. So during the trial, however, the jury, whether they were swayed before, are now swayed in the opposite direction when... Uh, they played the song Hungry Hungry Like the Wolf. Oh. And D- Diane begins dancing in her seat, tapping along to the music, kind of humming and tapping her foot. And ever- the jury's watching this like, holy shit, because they had just said in the trial that that was the song playing when this guy came and shot all three of her children. So you'd think maybe she you would have dance. some sort of PTSD. Something. Or like, just not She would have bad song. memories. She would associate <laughs> yeah. poor things with it. That maybe you wouldn't consider it the bop that you used to. The bop. It doesn't slap like it used to. <laughs> when my brother was in a car accident in uh, back in Cincinnati, he was listening to um, Phil Collins. And after 
he got out of the hospital, he would not listen to Phil Collins for like years because he was really? like, I just can't. He was like, but that's a perfect example though. Right. It was like a really bad accident. So you'd think murdering your, you know, your children being murdered by a stranger maybe would have that effect, but obviously apparently not. It's just such a good song, you know, Duran Duran. <laughs> yes. Um, so anyway, after all the evidence was introduced against Diane by the prosecution, they brought out their star witness, AKA Diane's daughter, Christy who had mm. recently turned nine. Okay. So nobody knew at this point, like, is she going to speak? Are they going to bring her out? Are they just going to, like, read a testimony of hers? And then they walk out this nine-year-old girl. They sit her down in the witness box. And the, one of the people at the trial later said, like, she was so tiny that her head, like, barely came above the That's little so stand. They had to lower the microphone. It's very oh. heartbreaking. So it took months of physical and mental therapy, but Christy was able to take the stand. And when asked, do you know who shot Cheryl? So that was her younger, the right. middle sister. Do you know who shot Cheryl? She quietly responded, yes. Uh, the prosecutor could apparently barely keep his own composure, was like almost at the point of breaking down. And he asked who? And she responded, my mom. Oh. When asked, how do you know that, Christy? She burst into sobs and says, I watched. <gasps> Oh, my God. It's, like, the most fucking upsetting thing. Yeah. Okay. It's terrible. So then they asked her to explain what happened. She said they were all asleep in the back seat. Then Mom stopped the car on a dirt road in the middle of nowhere, uh, got out, got something from the trunk, uh, came back, knelt down in the front seat, shot Cheryl, then Danny, then me. So she had watched literally one, two, three. Uh, Diane is diagnosed with three personality disorders, uh, histrionic, narcissistic, and antisocial personality disorder. Mm. She is a sociopath. Shocker. She does not feel empathy. Shocker. No regret. Shocker. Um, so needless to say, after a six-week trial, Diane is found guilty and sentenced to life plus 50 years in the Oregon Women's Correctional Center in Salem. Uh, ten days after her conviction, she goes into labor as she was heavily pregnant. Uh, a caseworker arrived to take the child hours after birth, and uh, that was the last Diane ever saw of her child. Uh, but she apparently showed no emotion when they took the baby. They, she just kind of handed it over, um, and she was back in jail in a few hours. So the baby's then brought to her new family. They're called the Babcocks, and they name her Rebecca. Um, and just basically their goal is to just give her a normal life, essentially. Yeah. Now, the craziest thing, so Diane's surviving children, well, the craziest thing is all of it, but right. one of the yeah. crazy things is that Christy and Danny, so Danny survived as well. Okay. Um, it's not made clear whether he's- Can walk. Right. Whether the paralysis lasted. The doctors apparently said he was never going to walk again, but obviously, I'm sure we've all heard stories where that's not the right, case. Right. So who knows? Right. So it's not clear, but Christy and Danny are both uh, survivors, and they are then adopted by the prosecutor, Fred Hugie, and his wife, Joanne. Wow. Because they were just so affected by this whole case that they took the children in and adopted them, which sounds like an episode of SVU. Like It, it truly it does. does. I mean, real. literally, Mershka Hargitay yes! on SVU yes! adopted a baby in a case she was so attached exactly. to. Exactly. And so this is literally, it happened. So anyway, yeah, so they adopted the children, which is like kind of the best I think just awesome. Um, so everything sorted out. Everyone's kind of like where they're supposed to be until, <laughs> till they're not. On what the hell else <laughs> happens? It gets crazier. On July 11th, 1987, 
Diane Downs escapes from prison. God! <laughs> what? She's such a nut job. Okay. This isn't no Alcatraz created by those fancy millennial, no. millennium pink jailers. Not created by Rose Gold. <laughs> Not sponsored by. Not sponsored by NyQuil like me. <laughs> Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Okay, so, right, she escapes from prison. Um, essentially, what she had done is thrown her jacket onto the barbed wire, then climbed a 16-foot fence, like, climbed over the jacket on the barbed wire, and had jumped down 16 feet somehow, and mm. had hidden under a car uh, until, I don't know, nightfall, or until someone came to pick her up, I'm not sure. But so she, probably not till nightfall, I'm sure they would have noticed that she was missing by then. Maybe. <laughs> um, but so they found her actual jacket underneath the car, so that's how they know she was down there. Um, so she escapes, uh, and an APB goes out. She obviously is a convicted child killer, and mm -hmm. three of her children are still alive. So they're like, oh my god, who knows if she's going to go after them. Right. Um, or what or she's the family gonna... that adopted the kids. Exactly. Yeah. Like the family, try to take the children. Like, who knows? Um, so the prosecutor, the guy Fred Hughie, who like adopted the two kids, is obviously petrified. Um, and he apparently sleeps in a rocking chair by the front door for days with oh, a loaded no. rifle just like waiting in case something happens oh no and the babcocks so like rebecca's adopted parents were forced to reveal the identity of rebecca as diane down's daughter to like nursery staff and she was like two or three at this point so they weren't planning on like obviously they were planning on keeping her identity private and secret right. from the public but now they had to reveal it because they wanted to make sure that the nursery didn't give rebecca up to someone they didn't recognize right and they wanted them to take it seriously um so they search her cell one more time and they find a clipboard this time with blank stationery on it um but if you hold the stationery up to the light you can see like slight indents from writing from some and the paper that was on it before um and it was a map <laughs> like this literally sounds like a fucking made for tv movie this, this is truly lifetime yeah truly like so absurd that you'd be like this can't this is so cheesy like it can't actually happen perfect um so it was a map to a house only a few blocks away from the jail literally wow like, a couple blocks um and it was the home of wayne cipher no wayne cipher the husband of a fellow inmate okay so she had shown up on his doorstep had taken her clothes off and then asked if she could stay with him and he was like okay way to sell it yep uh so thankfully please show up uh she is literally in his boxers when they show up she's in his bedroom walks out in his boxers and t-shirt and they arrest her without incident she just kind of like just saunters on out just wandered away crazy crazy pants um so obviously because of the escape she received an additional sentence of five years um after her recapture the prosecutor fred hugie requested that diane be now housed elsewhere like not in oregon because he's like fair i don't want her near the, my kids now like that she might think are her kids right i want her away so she's moved to the new jersey department of corrections clinton correctional facility for women and she's there for a long time as for diane so and it's also like much more um higher security prison oh like mac not maximum like moderate security i think maximum i don't know okay i don't know it just said a higher secure or more secure facility all right um okay so as for diane's daughter rebecca uh aka becky is what she goes by uh she 
after this was revealed when she was like three, she didn't know for a long time who her mother was. Um, she just knew that her mother had gone to jail. That's all her parents told her. Okay. But so she tricked when she was 11, she tricked her babysitter into revealing the name of her mother. Damn. And she's sneaky. Very sneaky. And then by kind of saying, I know, like by acting like she knew. Oh. And was like talking about it really casually. And then the babysitter like said, oh, you know who Diane Downs is. And so she took that name, went to Barnes and Noble, <gasps> found Anne Rule's book, which had like photos and like descriptions. Oh my gosh. This huge fucking book. And she starts reading it in the bookstore and is 11. So she's like, can you imagine no. the heartbreak and the, <sighs> yeah. I wouldn't even know how to swallow that information at 11. You I'd see, be like, like, oh, well, that's not, that can't possibly be the key. How? The yeah. You see pictures of the kids, the, the daughter that died, and you're like, she murdered. This is like, my that's mom my sister. Mur- that's my sister, and my yeah. mother murdered her. Yeah. It's just beyond me. So she's obviously, like, very, she said after this, basically her life went, uh, went in a downward spiral. Um, she was angry, hurt, wondered whether she was kind of destined to be like her mother. You know, she mm. thought like nature versus nurture, like right. maybe I'm worthless. Like maybe that's what I'm going to become too. Um, so she moved out of her, of her parents' house. She began living with like her boyfriend, had her first child, Chris, at age 17. Um, in 06, she became pregnant with her second child. But after breaking up with the baby's father, she was forced into a homeless shelter because she couldn't care for herself. And she and the baby, both children... And she um, made what she called the hardest decision of her life and put the baby up for adoption. Aww. Um, And she basically said, like, this is kind of what made me think, like, look, I am my mother. Like, I gave because up my baby. both yeah. of them didn't have their children with right. them. Yeah. I see. Because she, yeah, because she was adopt- put up for adoption. Mm. And now she's like, I'm doing the same thing to my child. And But they're so different. Right. I mean, sure, right. I get where she thought that way. I but. know. And so she, at this point, goes, well, maybe I will reach out to my birth mother, Diane, because I want to see if this is what she felt like when she put me up for adoption. And she said she just felt very alone, very lost. And she's like, I thought maybe I could find a connection there. Sure. Yeah. So she decides to write her a letter and immediately gets a response. (gasps) And the first couple letters are very, like, light and positive. They're like great to hear from you yada yada she said very quickly things spiraled uh diane began writing about conspiracy theories telling becky that people had been watching her her whole life and she was in danger mm. um she wrote a 12 page rant about how she was innocent and then ultimately accused becky of being part of the conspiracy against her she began to threaten her and her child and chris the baby or the kid and then finally becky was like no more like i'm cutting right, off communication like, this makes sense now yeah yeah right like i regret this right right i right. made a bad move <sighs> so she cut off communication um it's pretty wild like because she is telling this story now like in 2019 right on air so it's really pretty crazy how old is she now um oh god so she was born in 86 something like that so 33 yeah i believe so well she's eva's age oh no Oh no! Oh no! Now I'm just imagining this is all happening. No, Eva. don't do that! Oh no! If I saw Eva on 2020, I'd be believing. I'd me. be like, "Girl, <laughs> we got to text. We got to talk." Who allowed this, Eva? Right. <laughs> Where's our cut? Right. <laughs> um, and also, why didn't you wear our T-shirt on air? Honestly, rude. Honestly, what the fuck? Honestly, it's homophobic. Honestly. So. <laughs> Honestly, it's really fucking mean, and I'm taking it seriously. And you're fired. <laughs> so anyway, 
Oh, sorry you had to hear this through the recording, Eva, by the way. <laughs> um, she can't she- even defend herself. <laughs> uh, just the way we like it. So <laughs> I think, I think 86. She might have been a couple years later. I'm not sure. Um, oh, wait, no. 84. I'm sorry. So. Okay, so 35. 30, yeah. Going on 35 this year. Sure. Yes. Yes. I think born in June. So <gasps> Gemini. Um, so anyway, she, this lady is just like obviously a badass like she's been through a whole hell of a lot she has her son chris um who seems honestly like the sweetest like the kids on there too and he seems super sweet um he was born when she was 17 so i'm not gonna do the math on that 35 minus 17 he's 14 no 22 <laughs> i don't know he's not 22 18 how much is it 30? 18 18 plus 17 is 35 yes 18 so okay. he's like a high schooler but so he's super sweet um he seems very loving uh, so Becky did say she actually did reach out to Christy and Danny, her half siblings. Oh, did they write back? Yeah. So she said she heard back from Christy uh, via Facebook. So that's an interesting little twist. Sure. But she said uh, after a couple like back and forth, Christy was kind of like, I'm sorry. I just am trying to like distance myself from the trauma of this. And like, sure. I yeah. don't think I want to be part of the storyline and stuff. And That's so, rough. Yeah, it's terrible. And so Becky was like, I totally like respect that she wants her own private life without the stigma of being attached to right. Diane Dance. Um, so actually, Chris, or no, not Chris, uh, Christy and Danny have never actually spoken publicly, have kept themselves out of the media. Mm. And so, as one reporter said it, it's quite dignified the way they've handled it. As far as we know, Christy has children of her own, has been married for a long time, uh, is allegedly a very good mother um apparently she and danny are both just like awesome people oh nice very loving very just good all around um so that's kind of a cool like well at least something something good came out of this so there actually was speaking of lifetime like a tv movie made back in the i think late 80s um based off the Anne rules book small sacrifices what the book is called and uh the show or the the TV movie starred Farrah Fawcett in her really, movie. yeah, and so that's cool. They play clips of that next to like clips of the actual trial and stuff. Oh and wow! So you can see Farrah Fawcett like bobbing. You really to... like found the ultra twenty twenty experience. It was here. the best. No wonder Hulu was like, just watch this. Right, right. Sit down, grab your hard kombucha, and watch this. Your hard kombucha. <laughs> so yeah, so the Farrah Fawcett is really interesting, and they play a lot of Duran Duran in this. 2020 episode and i think it's because they probably bought the rights to that probably and they were like we might as well get some use out of it sure so they play it through like Makes this sense. whole freaking episode um so diane downs herself now 63 years old um her first two applications for parole in 2008 and 2010 were both rejected thank god she will next be eligible for parole in 2020 speaking of 2020 um <laughs> let's see if they thanks for that <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh clever uh, They'll probably revisit it. I wonder if they'll make a pun. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe it's in bad taste. I Welcome to our show's <laughs> year. Yeah. Yeah, finally. They made it all yeah. the way. Um, right. So she will be eligible for parole next year at age 65. So we'll see what happens. Um, and that is the story of Diane Downs. Mm. It is a wild time. But I highly recommend that episode of 2020. If you can't tell, I loved it. Oh, yeah. Well, we can tell. <laughs> it was just crazy um i did do a quick like florida what's it called fluoroscope fluoroscope it's a little unsettling because i put her birthday in and the first link i saw was um this headline 
Okay. Florida woman takes maternity photo with alligator. Oh. I was like, Christ. Can't okay. Can't escape it. Can't no, escape it's her all crazy. alligators. All no, alligators. Alligator man. And, and maternity. She just can't stop with the maternity stuff. Gross. So, anyway, that's the story of Diane Downs. Pretty crazy lady. Pretty gross. Yes. Oh, wow. Well. Oh, well. I don't know how to yeah. come back from that. Well, alligators, maybe. Uh, nope. Still don't know. Still bad. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, I know that that was just upsetting, and I'm sorry. <laughs> so, mm, I know I really, like, sorry. downed your vibe, but hope you wanted that to happen anyway. Hit next and listen to the next episode. I'm Wonderful. sure it'll be happier. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. Thank you guys, I guess, and sorry all at the same time. Yes. Thanks for uh, stepping into our world. Our, our Floridian our fucked up world. Floridian fucked up world. Uh, all right. You well, can find us at... Oh, yeah. I want to hear you do it. No, God. Uh, okay. So you can find our website at andthatswaywedrink.com. Um, you can listen to us on any podcast platform. Uh, you can find us on social media. Our handle is podcast. Um, you can also send in your listener stories to Eva and that's why we drink at gmail.com. We have a Patreon, ATWWD podcast. We have, uh, what's the other one we have? Merch. Merch, which is bit.ly slash and that's why we drink merch. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have some new stuff on there, including dog bandanas. So yay. Woohoo. Uh, and not alligators. No, no gators. All right. Well, I guess that's it then. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. And that's why we drink. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.